Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. We are 15 minutes away from the dog of the game. It'll be a fun one because we got Nate, and you know he likes to do too much with Dog of the Game. (laughs) So that'll be a good one. At 12.15, get in your Dogs of the Game. We will look at who we chose for Dog of the Game and then talk about who actually was our Dog of the Game. That is at 12.15 as we react to the news from Sham Sharania and the Bulls. One of the teams that we've discussed, are they going to blow it up similar to the Raptors? The Bulls seem to be starting to break Zach Levine, Vucevic. They are still very far apart on contract conversations between DeMar DeRozan and that front office. So I asked the question to the Beam regime, to the kingdom, to Kings fans all over the world. After the Kings are rocking and rolling the way they are, Starting to hit their stride, about to head to L.A. We'll see if LeBron will be playing tomorrow. We got that coverage for you, as we do all games. Oh, yeah. Zach Levine, mm. does it move you, Chris Watkins? Mm. Um, I'm I'm willing to listen is what I would, what I would say. I mean, Zach's kind of one of those guys who I think undeniably has, has an incredible amount of talent. It's just... I don't think we've seen Zach Levine really in a winning situation, and so that's kind of the question with him is, you know, if he were to be thrown into this King situation, what would his role be? And right. and really what, you know, how much more limiting is what he would be asked to do um, be when it comes to a value proposition? Like if you're changing Zach Levine from going from this – green light scorer, a guy who's getting 26 to 28 points per game, and then it's like, okay, we actually just kind of need you to be 20 points per game and maybe a a backup playmaker when De'Aaron's not out there. Mm -hmm. How good is he at that? And uh, does that change the calculus of your team to me is uh, is what's most important when you're thinking of giving up uh, assets for a guy of the quality of of Zach Levine because frankly you know the Bulls even if they're they're both open to to working out a trade the Bulls aren't going to just give away Zach Levine for Harrison Barnes and some peanuts no and I don't know that well and here's the thing I think Harrison Barnes because of that signing I'm here on the ESPN trade machine they can't he do can't anything until, until December I think right January. December or January so he. He's not that, and Zach Levine. We can basically just kiss this goodbye as far as Harrison Barnes is concerned because right. Zach Levine is not going to be around. They're not going to, if they're announcing this now or it broke now, right. Zach Levine will be on a different team by the time Harrison Barnes is able to be. I trained. would imagine so. So, yeah. a lot of this is a, a moot point, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, of course. So, now the question is out of who is able to be traded right now, you look at a, a, a Davion Mitchell, you look at a Malik Monk, you look at a Kevin Herter, and yeah, you'd have to also look at a Keegan Murray. What, Probably some unfortunate combination of them all. Right, and what what is it that the Bulls want, and what is it that Zach Levine wants? Zach Levine, he might want to be the guy. Right. right. I don't know where he is in his career right. and how he feels. If he thinks he can be a 1B, to, to put it nicely, put a different mm-hmm. different bit of marketing on it instead of being the Robin. Hey, you're 1B to De'Aaron's 1A. It's his team. He's been here. Maybe he's down for that. But I don't think, I mean, especially now, like there's no way, and this is what a lot of fans do, not just Kings fans, just basketball fans in general. 
Everybody, I think, would do Kevin Herter and Davion Mitchell for Zach Levine. Yeah. Everybody besides the Bulls. Right. I, and I don't know if that money works out either. I mean, that's that's kind of the tough thing with, especially for the Kings, if they want to move for Zach Levine, is I think Zach Levine makes $26 million yeah, a year. That wouldn't even work. You'd yeah, have to exactly. bring in somebody else. And so that's why it's kind of unfortunate that they can't put Harrison into those deals until December 29th, I believe, is the day. Um so, yeah, I mean, that that's going to kind of hamstring them from from entering into that kind of conversation unless they get a third team involved. Because uh, just because Levine, frankly, just makes too much money, I don't think they would be able to fit him into the cap. Uh, and thinking about places for Levine to go, how about a place uh, in a situation we were talking about a little bit yesterday for a guy that we were talking about yesterday, a team that makes a lot of sense for Zach Levine, and I hate to say it, Golden State. Mm. Now, you're talking about Andrew Wiggins and the struggles he has. Yeah. I think a lot of the things that they want from Wiggins is what Zach Levine could definitely provide them. And, you know, Wiggins is also one of those guys, former number one pick. Right. Uh, you know, you can convince yourself of the talent and the situation changing. And, you know, Chicago, like you said, what are they trying to do? If they're moving on from Zach Levine, right. winning is not their goal. And I no. think, uh, you know, we, we talked about the comparisons of them yesterday. I think a three-year, a guy who's three years younger than Harrison Barnes uh, and has the pedigree that that Andrew Wiggins has, can't forget NBA champion. That's the first thing they're going to put when when Zach when uh, when Andrew Wiggins is traded. His NBA champion, uh, Andrew Wiggins, he's a guy who's been in situations before that you could convince yourself. Okay, maybe new scenery, new situation. He can take everything he's learned and and bring it into this new refreshed environment where there's not any expectations on him at all. Golden State kind of makes a lot of sense for a guy like Zach Levine. Yeah, the idea, and I know when you think of Golden State, you think of the free-flowing offense. We're just going to pass the ball around to all these different shooters, but you need somebody to create. Well, you also need someone to be a shooter. That's also true. If the Warriors want to be the team that they've been, they need guys who make shots. Right, and Golden State is dealing with Clay Thompson supposed to be your number two. And that just hasn't worked out. And I was actually talking to Anthony Slater Yesterday, we we go way back, humble brag right there. So Anthony <laughs> Slater and I were chatting, and he said, well, Clay kind of did this last year where he started out slow, and then he led the league in shooting percentage for the next two months, and then he disappeared in the playoffs. Yeah, they and they were out after the first round. They right. made it past the first round, barely, by, barely, by the Steph Curry of their teeth. Yep. And then, you know... I guess fairly competitive against the Lakers on a, in, sure. a, in a Laker team that got swept yep. by the Nuggets. Yep. So if you do the math that way, it doesn't seem like the the Warriors are very close. Right. I don't know what that looks like, but I do think that you make a good point because Andrew Wiggins it just hasn't hasn't been there to bring this back to the Kings. I got a fun one for you. Ooh, let's do it. So nothing was working on the trade generator besides. I had to throw Keegan in there, That's right? And, and I didn't throw – I guess I could remove Keegan and put Malik Monk. I could try that too. But right now, I have this. Kevin Herter, mm-hmm. Keegan Murray, okay, Donovan Mitchell, no. Davion. Chris Duarte, Davion, <laughs> Davion Mitchell. <laughs> Yo, tomorrow, we're, we're past I would say this. D. Mitchell. Yeah, there you go. D. Mitch. D. Mitch and Chris Duarte. That's a lot. For Zach Levine. Okay. Trade is successful. Oh, that's it. Oh, we're just getting no, Zach no, Levine it gets back. better. Okay. It gets better. With this trade, you have increased this team's projected wins by one. The Kings, that is the Kings. Yeah, I mean that's just giving up way too much. There's just no way that Monty McNair would ever even entertain that. I think that they're hoping that Keegan Murray himself is better than what Zach Levine, and that's that's a really high 
bar to to try and reach. But I think that you know if they were to to rub a crystal ball and say what's what's your ideal outcome for Keegan Murray, I would say it's probably a guy scoring potential wise who's that of Zach Levine. So so right here I swapped out. Malik Monk and Keegan Murray. So uh-huh. Kevin Herter, Malik Monk, Davion Mitchell, mm. Chris Duarte for Zach Levine. Okay. With this trade as the Bulls, you have increased your wins by four. As the Kings, you have decreased your wins by four. Yeah. You're getting rid of all of your your shooting guards at that point. And then D- Davion as well, who's at the moment, I mean, you're only – I mean, I don't really consider Keon like a true backup point guard, but you lose your backup point guard at that point. Yeah. That's that's a tough one. And then you're also losing Malik as well. You're probably then not re-signing Malik, obviously, in the offseason. I, I just think that trades like that, and the, I think ultimately the, this is going to be the problem with the Kings trying to find this third star, whether it be OG and Anubi, Pascal Siakam, or, or Zach Levine, is you're not going to want to get rid of Keegan Murray and you probably aren't going to want to get rid of Malik Monk and that's just going to limit you and that's why you know I, I think when I see Zach Levine and the Bulls are are open to trade discussions I don't really care about that I no. care more about the fact of what that symbolizes that clearly Chicago has given up on this season and it sounds to me like it's it's a fire sale over there and I'm looking at guys like Alex Caruso I don't think they would want to move on from someone like Patrick Williams but I'm looking at that guy I mean, as he's well. been not good this yeah year. and I I would take I would take a look at all of those guys all the fringe guys uh, because those guys are just a lot more attainable you can maybe do a Chris Duarte and you know I don't, I don't know you could just risk a lot less in terms of giving up maybe Colby Jones is is the is a is attached with Chris Duarte and you can get one of those fringe guys or you know I think even uh last year Alex Caruso was being thrown around for a late first round pick you might not even need to get rid of a player so mm-hmm. when I hear that the Bulls are looking to sell Zach Levine I'm more my eyes get bigger thinking of okay how do we poach some of those other guys that they just don't need if they're not looking to compete right now. Yeah, and the reason we do this isn't because I think Chris wants Zach Levine or I want Zach Levine on the Kings. It's because the conversation yes. is going to come up. Exactly. So before you even fire up your trade generator, we're just going to do it for you. The, ultimately, the issue is this. For a team that is blowing up, Zach Levine makes $40 million this year. Oh, no. Next year, he makes $43 million. That feels like too much. The year after that, he makes $45 million. Okay. and the year after that, he has a player option. That is the year 26-27. He has a player option to opt in to $48.9 million. That feels like a lot of money. That's a whole lot of money. That's a lot mistaken, of money. That might even be more than what De'Aaron is slated to make, if not like right on par with what De'Aaron's trying to make. And that's another problem with bringing in Zach Levine is with those dollar figures as well comes a level of expectation. To be your 1B? Yeah. And to you, be your 1B? And that's where, again, it comes to I just haven't seen Zach Levine thrive in a situation like that. He hasn't really been put in a situation like that. But do you trust – it's it's a just a really big bet on Zach Levine for whoever, whoever decides to ultimately bite that bullet and bring him in. I think that that's – it's – it's a really scary proposition, and I feel like, again, I feel like if you're in a situation like Golden State where you have some built-in cachet, or unless you're you're just completely trying to rebuild everything um, and, and you don't really care about how it affects the team, 
I just don't see how a team like Sacramento would be in on on Zach Levine. Right? No, a two-time yeah. All-Star. Sometimes we talk on this show about monopoly money. That's what it seems like to yeah. me. Got to get to a break. Forty-eight million for a couple three-sixty dunks <laughs> and three heater games where he oh, scores forty points. Can't do it. Can't do Can't it. Do it. Got to get to a break. What we can do is dog the game. Next, at 12.15, coming up, get your dogs ready. Sals and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Who let the dogs out? Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, it's about that time. Your dog of the game. We've been waiting. Get them in. We're talking a little bit of trade generator. Let's just let's just pipe down with all that. Nine one six here on the text line. I'm gonna say the same thing I've said for the last year. If it's a trade that Monty makes, I will trust it fully, no matter who it is. He's earned it. I appreciate that nine one six to the nine one six three three nine one one four zero. If you want to be a part of the conversation, keep those texts rolling in and keep those calls rolling in as we talk about your dogs. Let us know who is your dog of the game. Jill Edge on Twitter, very good follow, loves the Kings. Jill Edge says the Zach Levine news makes me. More interested in the names not named Zach Levine, which is what you said as well, Chris. And that is a great, great thought because it's just too much money. And I don't even know if I realized it was that much money. But we're talking about close to fifty million for Mm. a guy who you just aren't sure what exactly he is. So we will close the trade generator for now. And I think a lot of people don't realize that Harrison Barnes cannot be traded right now. So. Let's just pause on that and enjoy the Kings' victory. There will be plenty of times where it comes up again, but you got to keep in mind the logistics of all this. As we get to our dogs of the game, Nate, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Yeah. You want want the hit? Yeah, we need it. Hitmaker. We need it. (laughs) There we go. Here on the 916, I got to go, Kevin Herter. Last game he got heated up. Come on. And this game he's keeping it going. Shout out to the 916, Kevin Herter. So yesterday I had Harrison Barnes. Yep. Ooh. Not the best one for me. Not yeah. the best guest, but I'm willing to wear it. Mm-hmm. I hit on Keegan, so you can't hit all the time. But you, sir, mm-hmm. your dog of the game. Yeah, mine. Outstanding choice. You know, pick him like how I see him. You know, it's. He was due. I think that's more what it was. You, you saw him kind of start to feel himself a little in that game on Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Something, something about Kevin Herter, once he gets rolling, man, it just feels like the, the, the ball goes in so easy for him. And you, you could tell. You could just tell. I mean, that, that last three he hit, the, the very last one he hit, by that time his confidence was sky high. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really – I think there was a texter earlier who said it felt like the building – like the roof was going to come off the building. Yeah. It gets like that. When Kevin and Keegan get going, but really it feels like when Kevin gets going, yeah. the the stadium just responds so differently, and you can look no further than that Utah game winner last year. Kevin's Kevin was just on one yesterday. Well, Kayvon. Good on you, Chris. Great pick. Let's go to the phone lines. D, 
David wants to talk about his dog in the game. What's up, David? You're on Styles and Watkins. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. What you got for us? For me, it's a bonus. After uh, after he pulled that three-pointer and splashed it like nothing, and then he broke Keon Ellis' hand <laughs> after that and-one drop. That's, once he gets the energy going that, for the big man, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He had to have Great a huge call, game Great call, David. Great call. As we talk about your dogs of the game, Poor Jess Keon. still wants DMX. Jess, we'll get you, we'll we'll get get you we'll DMX. Get, yeah, we'll get there. We, we, we can't. They're winning right now, Jess, on the yeah. YouTube chat. They're winning right now. Get into your dogs of the game. Nate, who's your dog? Well, I don't know if this is a cop-out, so I'll have two answers here, but can Mike Brown be my dog of the game? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. If he, can be the, if he can be the defensive player of the game, he can definitely be the dog of the game. Yeah, sure. so he's my he's my dog of the game, but my backup would have been Sasha just because of the way he Ooh. he just lets it fly, man. Dude, he gets the crazy. ball. He has no hesitation. Yeah. He's got the arrow shot. I just figured, yeah. you know, he needs some love for the way he's shooting. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Psychopath, that. Dude. I love he that. He pulls just so quick. no hesitation. Yeah. So quick. Yeah, I mean, look, when I, you love people that take things very literally. Right, so Mike Brown has talked a lot about, I want you guys to shoot when it's time to shoot. Sasha said, say less. (laughs) Say less. Say less. I'm letting that thing fly whenever I got an opportunity. So, Nate, that's a great pick pick by you. Chris doesn't need to pick a new one because you hit on your your, your nose on the head. I, I went with Harrison Barnes. It didn't work out for me. I, you know, I wanted to... I wanted to switch some things up, so it is what it is. But I'm going to have to go with, and you talk about cop-outs, but I mean, if it, it can't be Keegan, I got to go De'Aaron. Come on. Because De'Aaron sure. came back, and we talked here on this program about would he have a limited minutes. Mm-hmm. And very early in the game, you lean over to me, you say, De'Aaron's playing a lot, yeah. right? <laughs> there were no limits no. on his minutes. He wanted to be out there. It really looked like he didn't miss a beat. My as as we're moving up from the Bay Area, I'm telling telling my wife about the Kings now and hey, getting to learn the team and all that stuff. And I said, Hey, watch out for De'Aaron, because I was I was at the game, she's watching. I said, Watch out for De'Aaron. He's quick, he's left-handed. She's like, That sounds like somebody right up your alley. I said, I know, I know. He's not I was number four back in the day. He's number five. He just yeah. one off, right? So love De'Aaron. And I get a text from her saying, yeah, De'Aaron Fox is pretty darn good. I that said, guy. welcome. That guy. Welcome. And yeah. got got a nice beam and his return. So De'Aaron Fox has got to be my dog of the game. It's a good pick. It's a really good pick. I mean, was was last night the first night that we saw the official, like, De'Aaron Fox superstar? I mean, because, you know, it, there was the conversation heading yeah. into the season, like, is this guy a superstar? What level's he at? And, you know, I think rightfully so. Even I'll, I'll – gladly admit that I didn't think he was at that superstar level yet, but after watching how this team struggled without him and then just immediately going to their best performance of the season the day he comes back, we might be living in a new era right here. Yeah, the one thing in the arena, they started the MVP chant. They did. And he missed the free Ah, throw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing. Yeah. What did you guys think about his post game comments about not commenting on his ankle? Did you? Uh, yeah. He said I can't tell you guys. Yeah. A little yeah. Because yeah, okay, you know okay. he doesn't want other teams to know, right? But it's an ankle. Yeah. I mean, it's an ankle Jumping, is an ankle. Right. Starting, stopping. I think right. stopping's the bigger issue. Yeah. If I had to guess. Yeah. So 
Good on him and for his return and, yeah, a little bit of gamesmanship as they head to L.A., the bitter right. rivals in L.A. So nice to have him back from the 916. My dog, Keon. Ellis got more Come of a on. role on the squad and is running with it. How could you forget Keon? The Ellis Island, Island. Come on. as we're calling it. Ellis Island. You put a guy on Ellis Island, and you might not Crazy. get very much offensive production from them for the rest of the evening. Good on the 916. That is great stuff. Gotta love the dog segment, the dog of the game. I, you know, I, I was really trying to pick between De'Aaron and Herter, mm -hmm. but Herter got love last game when yeah. he balled out. And now, you know, part of it is, hey, we want to expect these things. So Herter, right. a 20-piece, shot very well, but that's kind of what the Kings are going to need from you. So yeah. I can't give you a dog for that for sure. because that's what we're starting to expect yes. from you moving forward. Can I get a uh, mm -hmm. quick number? Uh, I had yeah. my guy, our, our guy, Frankie Cardicelli, look this up for me uh, before today's show. Uh, the amount of times, this is, last night was the third time this season, only the third time this season, I should say, uh, that a team had four players all score above 20 points. Uh, the other example was opening night, the Sixers did it. Uh, they had Embiid, Tobias Harris, T uh, Tyrese Maxey, Kelly Oubre all drop 20. Mm. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans did it uh, a couple weeks ago against the Pistons. Herb Jones, CJ McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas, and Matt Ryan. Shout mm. out Matt Ryan, the basketball version, had 20. And then last night, De'Aaron, Keegan, Kevin, and Sabonis all finished with over 20 points. Only the third time that's happened this year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. If you're scoring like that and defending, Crazy. you're going to be very hard to beat. But we asked the question as we get to break. Is it repeatable? Does it have to be? We will also discuss, I know a lot of people miss him and feel from him. The road back for Davion Mitchell. Mm. Do you need him at this point? We didn't throw him in any trade generators, right? Mike Brown talked about how he can come back. Keon Ellis doing a good job. I think Davion didn't play that bad. I know some of the numbers look different, but sometimes life is about timing, and yeah. Keon Ellis is just, you know, I'm not always there when you call, but I'm always on time. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. We have the Truck Smart Drive of the Game coming up at 1. Get your opinions in on that one as we talk all things Kings, Niners, you know, the good stuff. From the 916 on the text line, talking about our dogs, our dog picks. I picked Harrison Barnes to be a dog last night. Basically, the one starter who was not not only didn't go double digits, one starter that didn't score 20 points, as Chris said, it has only happened, what, three times this season. Mm. So it doesn't happen a lot. And 916 says, Styles, you get a free pass for picking Harrison Barnes. You don't know no better. <laughs> LOL from Nick. Nick! Come on, man. I'm trying to will him. I'm trying to will him. He's done it before, but thank you for the text. We do have a contest wow. that we want to get to Okay. for the listeners. Okay, Sammy Hagar, one pair of tickets to see Sammy Hagar at Toyota Amphitheater August 16th, okay, 2024. 
Live Nation has teamed up with Sacktown Sports for your chance to see Sammy Hagar and friends at Toyota Amphitheater August 16th. For more information, visit SacktownSports.com. But we are giving away tickets right now. Hop on the phone lines. If you are, I'll just go with my favorite number, the fourth caller. There we go. You will get a pair of tickets to see Sammy Hagar. We are making Nate earn his paycheck. <laughs> Call right now, and he will take care of you behind the booth. So make that happen right now as we continue to break down all things Kings. And the question is, with yep. some of the numbers that you just threw out, I think the uh, the answer is obvious, Chris. Is last night repeatable? And does it have to be? Because yeah. it's not. It's not repeatable yeah. I mean, that sure. often. Yeah, they're not going to be able to do that. 15 times this season Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Definitely not 45 times if that's how they want to win 50 games. Um, But it's still, again, it's a roadmap or a potential road to victory. And it doesn't have to be the perfect round number that is 20 plus. But I think the bigger point and the bigger thing that the Kings need to achieve is ultimate balance. Like, it's okay if Sabonis ends up with 17 points and Herter gets 16, but Fox has 25, and Keegan has 21, but Malik is contributing 15, and Sasha's contributing 12. It's like what we talked about earlier with what De'Aaron said after the game. This team is not like Cleveland, or frankly, even like OKC, where those two guys, or those two teams are so reliant on, we need Shea to get 30-plus. We need Donovan Mitchell Mm -hmm. to get 30-plus. The Kings... Again, last season they had six different, six or seven different guys finish a game with 30 plus points. This is another example of just having so many different weapons and guys who are capable of just having it be their night on a given night. That's what's repeatable to me is is the the balance of the scoring. The fact that it can be, you know, if Sasha only plays 17 minutes last night, if he plays 25, does he get up to 20 points? Does he get 18 points? The, the way he's shooting. The way he's shooting right now, Malik Malik was almost coasting last night, especially after the, the amount of weight that was on his shoulders when De'Aaron was out. Last night must have felt like he was a, a walk in the park or something, mm-hmm. and he, he finishes with a smooth 13 points, four assists, five boards. It, to me, the repeatable thing from last night is just spreading the wealth and not having it be on anybody's shoulder for at least the first three quarters for, for the scoring load to be on them. I think – just the diversity of of how they got their buckets. And, oh, yeah, Harrison Barnes is also capable of scoring more than four points. So getting him involved as well, uh, I I just think that the thing that's most repeatable is is the spreading of the points. Yeah, that's a great call. And It doesn't have to be at that clip. But right. just the fact that it's always going to be somebody in the depth that we talked about. They scored 132. They can get to 120 and still win. Right, right. Real quick, Sammy Hagar, I know a lot of you have been – listening to this station for a very long time or on the YouTube channel, you can see the number. But if not, it is 916-339-1140. Just wanted to make sure I got that out there. I know a lot of you do have it memorized, but in case you didn't. So get in there. Like we said, we're trying to make Nate earn his paycheck. So get in there, get those calls, and see Sammy Hagar pair of tickets August 16th, 2024. And you make a great point. In, in the Sasha, this is exactly how it was drawn up. The mm-hmm. Sasha Vizankovs of the yep. world, right? And 
not not right now, but the Chris Duartes of the world, these guys to come in and just give you a spell, right? That that backup running back that I think yep. I got to I, I got terrible running backs on my fantasy football, so that's <laughs> what I'm running out there right now. But those backup running backs that just give give a break to your main guy and say, yep. hey, we're okay. We can make it through. We can take care of this. So you bring up a great point. And the problem that we had been seeing lately is that it wasn't about the guys on the bench. It was about the starters. Right. And it was about the issue of, oh, my goodness, Kevin Herter, is he going to show up for us? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, Keegan Murray, is he going to show up for us? Can we get one of them? Because you know at this point, and you know what? I know you've been very headstrong on DeMontis Sabonis, on your guy Domas, and I understand why. I mean, because you do forget about it. Mm -hmm. You do forget about it, and you just you expect it, right? And his expectations, especially for this team, are so high that you don't really you don't really sit there and and get to enjoy it. As we've said, it's hard, and you I know you did a couple days ago to make him the dog of the game because if he's not the dog of the game, that's an L. Yeah, that's an L, right? That is an L. So you know between. Domas and De'Aaron, you know you have those guys in some capacity every single day. The question is, who else are you going to be able to have to get things done, right? Mm -hmm. And you needed Keegan, and you needed Kevin Herter, and something from Harrison Barnes, and you're starting to see that. Then you got the sprinkles on top of the Sunday with Sasha Vazankov and these guys coming off the bench. And Malik Monk, of course, Malik doesn't even feel like sprinkles. He feels like... Really, the the it's a egg. second dessert. Uh, 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 it's right, like uh, getting a brownie on the side part of as it, well. Right, yeah. right. You you need you need part of it. So I think it's I think is the percentage repeatable? No. Is getting course, yeah. this amount of production and being around that one fifteen one thirty is a little crazy. One thirty is insane. The one fifteen to one twenty range yep. and defending like this, absolutely. Yeah, and I think you know you could look at. The 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 Cavalier scoring and say, what? but they put up 120. You can't tell me they play good defense when they allow 120. But this is we saw this a lot last year. This is part of what's baked in with when you're going to score the at the amount that the Kings do mm-hmm. is you know you're going to allow a ton of extra possessions as well. And uh, you know other teams you know they're they're going to try and keep up. And a lot of that is is last minute scoring. A lot of it is desperation scoring as well. Uh, I think the Kings could have won this game. 120 to 110 even. I, I I think that the defense was there and I wouldn't use the the ultimate final score as the barometer for how well this team defended. I think definitely this team could have scored 120 last night and still they they played defense well enough to where I think they could have gotten the result if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, get into a break soon, but when we get back we're going to talk about how they stack up in the West because the question is not necessarily a game like this. If you if you knock if you knock off Right, I don't know. From the 130, if you drop it down to 120, yeah. but with that defense, how many teams in the West does that beat? A lot. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of teams can't score like that. No, they just can't. They a lot of. I mean, yeah, a lot of teams just don't have the overall depth, and that that it helped them a lot last. Year. I mean, scoring 120 is pretty much like that was the number that the Kings looked to get to pretty much all of last year, and when they scored over 120, they would win. Uh, exponentially uh, bigger amount of their game. So that that's definitely the the number they're looking for. It's just, you know, yeah, if, if 130 feels extra, like they, they that's that's when they're really going. But um you know if this if this team can can just continue to put up this level of production, they're just, they're 
they're going to be just as good as they were last year. I don't know yeah. what record-wise exactly where that's going to fall, but uh, they'll find an incredible amount of success if they can still replicate the offense that they had last year. No yeah, no. and I and I think people are figuring out their roles, and you still have somebody, and I'm sure he'll take a trip back to the G League at some point, but somebody like a Keon Ellis, oh, yeah. who we're sitting there saying, just shoot the first one, shoot the first one. He's starting to get a little bit more comfortable. Yep. I, everybody in the arena knows you just need to get something from him offensively, and they're really happy for him and what he's doing defensively. So it's almost similar to how people sounded when Keegan was missing shots and Kevin Herter was missing shots. Everybody, you can hear the crowd trying to will yeah. those shots for Keon in, and they just haven't fallen for him yet. But he did have that really nice move where he drove and then hit. It wasn't a reverse, but he stopped. He did a pivot foot, and then mm-hmm. he got to the cup. So if Keon can unlock some of his bag, and again, we talk about the road back for Davion Mitchell, you can't have both, right? Mm-hmm. You you just can't exist with yeah. both because you need something offensively. And if you're sacrificing that with Keon or sacrificing it with Davion, yeah. it's going to be tough. You, you can't yeah. double down on both. And it's just, I mean, if you want to just go straight, yeah. clamper lineup, right? right? Yeah. And just clamps lineup and just have... Right. What if was the your... shots just aren't falling right, and you're right. like, okay, there's no way. Let's just We're hold just, them yeah. under 90, right? right? You would go Davion... <laughs> Davion, Davion, Keon, Keon Kessler. Uh-huh. I guess Keegan with how well Keegan, he's defended. And then you throw I'm throwing Alex, Alex Len. Len, I'm throwing right? Alex Len team, out there. No update yet on down. Alex Len. Yeah, uh, no update yet. I know yet. a lot of you have been asking on the text line and the YouTube chat and the calls, but no update on Alex Len yet. Hopefully he gets back out there. Didn't look great. Looked like a legit ankle. Yeah. I don't know what it is about these ankle sprains here with the Kings. The it seems like everybody is, you know, having to deal with it, but they'll power through and we got to get to a break. When we get back, how do the Kings stack up in the West? We'll take a trip around the Western Conference between nine and 11 games in to the season. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Stiles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Truck Smart Driver of the Week coming up here, 15 minutes at 1 o'clock. We will want your thoughts on that as well. After that, we will be breaking down the road back for Davion Mitchell and what he can do to get back in the rotation. And we asked a question to the audience, if you want Davion Mitchell back in the rotation, 916-339-1140. And thank you to everybody who participated in the Sammy Hagar contest. We have a winner, so thank you nice. to that winner. Congrats to you. Enjoy your time there in August. And Nate is sweating profusely now because we made him answer some phone calls. So thank you for that. As we break down the West, and if you haven't heard the news yet, Zach Levine of the Bulls, is essentially being shopped around per Sham Sharania. A lot of people are asking questions about the Bulls. Zach Levine makes a ton, a ton of money. Okay, so what you should know, things to know if you are a Kings fan and you've thought about what trades should the Kings be interested in or if you've had any in your mind. Number one, Zach Levine makes an absurd amount of money. Yep. He only will he's making forty million this year and it will only go up Oof. as his contract goes into the future, 40 million this year, 43 million next year, 45 million. That's basically 46 million. It's 45.9 million in 25, 26, 40, and in 26, 27, a player option for 48.9 Ugh. 
in 26-27. So as they say on Shark Tank, shout out Mark Cuban, even though we don't like the Mavs. (laughs) For these reasons... Yeah, I'm, out. I'm out. Do you watch Shark Tank, by I the do, way? I do, of course. Yeah. Who's your favorite shark? Of course, Mark. Mark's great. Mark is my favorite, but I also like Damon. And I like Lori. Yeah, I, I respect FUBU for sure. Yes. Um, yeah, I can't. I cannot believe that. that did he make a, most of his money off of FUBU? I don't know, but I know that's what he used. He, yeah. He's to the point now where his list is so long, he doesn't even say FUBU anymore. Yeah. He doesn't even, <laughs> you know, when you when you change yeah. your, your your resume and you have yes. to get rid of your yeah, old like jobs. My Pizza Hut oh, right, job no longer now. is really relevant exactly. for me applying for state jobs or whatever. <laughs> is Mr. Beautiful or Mr. 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 Wonderful, Wonderful still on that show? I believe so. I believe yes. he is yeah. the show. Yeah, and okay, then they always have the a show. guest. And that's what we were talking about because Alex Rodriguez, right. his 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 return back to good graces and great PR team. Alex Rodriguez was a shark or is a shark fairly often on My shark Tank. I know Kevin Hart was one too. And I was like, what, what is going on? Like how, what's the, like, I need, I need stats on the sharks. Yeah, I'm like, right. what's your net worth? Like right, how much right. are you willing to invest here? Like you're what, one of what's those the guys. You're, you're one of those with? guys. You want a specific shark. Yes. Did you see? Yeah. And, and oh, I think 1000% I want a specific I, shark. I think Kings fans will appreciate this because did everybody, did anybody see the shark tank episode where these guys had air fresheners, right? Okay. There were two dudes from the Bay area they had air fresheners, right? I'm out. But they were NBA branded air fresheners. I've seen. The so they were Warrior this, yeah. fans, and they thought it would be funny to give Mark Cuban Warrior fan air fresheners, and everybody thought it was funny. They thought it was a good joke. Mark Cuban, straight face, straight face yep. says, "This is the dumbest marketing I've ever seen." You know who I'm a fan of, or you know who I'm part owner of. So for you guys to do this, I don't find it funny at all. Dumbest marketing I've been a part of. For these reasons, well, I'm out. Before they even yeah. said anything. Yeah. It feels staged. That feels staged. It yeah. felt a little no. staged. No, no. I don't think? think so. They were they were legitimately surprised yeah. to me. But I might be naive. I don't know if I don't know if staged is the right word, but I think he definitely saw the television opportunity for it and seized it. Like uh. was Mark Cuban actually that offended by it probably not but he probably was like uh the producers will love this yeah i don't need these guys yeah exactly yeah i'm just i'm just gonna buy into it from what i understand i think i heard mark cuban interviewed and i guess those sessions are like some of them go for like two hours right and they just cut the the best three minutes of it and turn it into tv but that makes sense there's a lot of you know back and forth negotiations and nitty-gritty things that you Mm -hmm. just don't really care about that they don't show but uh yeah that definitely that was that was definitely an iconic Shark Tank moment. For yeah, me. so out on Mark Cuban, out on those air fresheners, yeah. and I think we as a Kings group out on Zach Levine. He yeah, just makes way too that. much money, but we're not out on the Alex Caruso's of the world and mm-hmm. some of the other guys that might be able to help out the Kings move forward as we take a trip around the Western Conference, and, you know, it really is wide open. Jamal Murray still dealing with that hamstring. He's out, they said, for at least yeah. the month. And let us not forget, he's also, right, great season last season. But mm-hmm. some of these big injuries, you might not re-injure that, but we've seen it with Kevin Durant. I know right. Jamal Murray is younger than Kevin Durant, but you you start to see things pile up and you think, okay, after a long season last season, winning the finals, that ability to repeat, where is that? The Nuggets have looked great. Mm-hmm. They've looked great. But at the same time, 
you know, it doesn't take a lot for one thing nope. to 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 take the wheels off, and they don't have some of these guys. Bruce Brown, they moved off of some of these guys, so very interesting to see what happens there. They are in first in the West. Another team we haven't talked about a lot, mm-hmm. and the Kings will play them, I believe, on this upcoming road trip. Yep. The Dallas Mavericks. Yep. How in the world does a team with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving fly under the radar? I don't know, but they are eight and two, mm-hmm. right? And they are maybe they're figuring some things out. That could be the team that nobody thought was going to do something in terms of losses. The Timberwolves sitting at seven and two, at third in the West. The Houston Rockets, everybody's favorite Come on. team. Six and three, the Oklahoma City Thunder at six and four, the Kings at five and four. So the Kings in that sixth seed so early in the season. I know. I'm just laughing because I just it really made me realize that for the rest of this season, every Sacramento Kings fan is going to be the biggest Houston Rocket. Oh yeah, because we have to be able to explain away. No, no, no. no. Actually, I mean Houston's like the four seed, so. Mm-hmm. Those two losses all the way back in, what was that? Was that even in November? Back in November, yeah. those actually don't look that bad in they don't. hindsight. They so, don't. They, but they don't, they don't, though. They actually don't. But they don't, We're going to need the Rockets to continue to be successful. They don't, though. So, in terms of wanting to maybe make a move and what you think, and it's so early, the Golden State Warriors sit at 6-5. and five. The Los Angeles Lakers sit at 5-5. Five and five. The Phoenix Suns. Off to a tough start. And I speaking of the Phoenix Suns, yeah. first time the big three will play together Nuts. tomorrow night? Yeah. I mean, allegedly, yeah. I, 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 I'll have to see it first. I mean, yeah. we've quite literally seen Kevin Durant get injured in, in warm-ups as yeah. he was about to make his Suns debut. So I'm going to hold off on, on saying that those guys are going to play at the same time, on the same floor, on the same team together just yet. Just I just... Just once it official, once the ball's officially tipped, then I'll say that that's going to happen. But yeah, that's the plan at the moment. Well, and in the pre-show, I gave you an over/under for amount of games that the big three for the Suns will play together. You set it at forty and a half. Yeah, yeah. Even that feels like it could, might, it might be. I have to go I mean, over, but I'm not point. confident. All three of them is the tough. It's yeah. like two of three for sure. Maybe yeah. I'd say like forty-five to fifty games, but all three. I mean, it hasn't even been like Kevin Durant's actually been the healthy one. The oldest one of them all has yeah. been the one that's been the most healthy. So I don't know how you're supposed to guess uh, when any of those guys are supposed to be clicking at the same. And not, I'm not even talking about clicking. I'm we're just talking about playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have no idea how you can try and gauge that sun situation. And we probably won't really get a great gauge on how good or how disappointing they are until probably like the all-star break in February, just because I think it's going to be so much of, well, they look like this when all three play, but they look like this when two of them play and this when the other two play. And, you know, this is what they look like when one, and it just, it's going to be a mess trying to figure out that team all year. But this is exactly what we talked about, right? And I, and if I'm not mistaken, and we're doing crosstalk today, I might have something for Kyle Draper, because if I'm not mistaken, he thought I was just trying to ingratiate myself in the Kings fan base when I said that the Kings could get the one seed. Mm -hmm. But everything is starting to play out exactly like how we thought, right? Mm -hmm. You have the Nuggets as the one seed right now. The the surprises that I see, and it's still so early, surprises I see are the Mavericks, the Rockets, who I don't believe will hang around, the Thunder, I think we all thought they could get to they, a four seed, yeah, sure. About, right. And the Timberwolves, who yeah. we were both high on, but right. a lot of people weren't. And the Kings in that sixth spot. You have the Warriors, who Steph is sitting out to, uh, tonight, yep. right? 
The Lakers against the Timberwolves. Against the Timberwolves. The Lakers, who LeBron just sat out. Yep. AD's sitting out, right. right? Then you have the Phoenix Suns, who again, this is their first time playing the big three all together, and we're at the 11th game of the season for them. And then the Clippers. Uh, I was hoping you weren't even going to mention the well, Clippers. The Cl- I was like, I, you know, I don't I even know the Clippers. I shouldn't, but the Clippers are three and six. <laughs> Losing to Memphis. No, these they're days. a complete mess with James Harden. So this idea <laughs> that the Kings can't hang around and sniff that one seed yeah. when the Denver they're is just trying to hang on. Yeah. yeah. You with, can argue with the Jamal Kings Murray are struggling out. right now. Exactly. And they're the sixth seed. So I think there's a lot of things. The question is, should they make any moves? Right. There's only there, there are a couple glaring spots that we've seen, and now it looks like it's starting to get better. They're in a really tough spot money-wise. And again, to everybody who says, move Harrison Barnes. One more time. Because they just extended him, just for the same thing happened in in Phoenix, yep. right, when they, they couldn't move DeAndre Ayton. They yep. cannot move Harrison for a certain amount of time until yep. that December, January time frame. So just so you know. So I think the easiest thing is, as we get to a break here, 209 with maybe the text of the day, our defense will be even better when Trey comes back. Talking about Trey Lyles, that's what we haven't talked about, mm-hmm. the return of Trey Lyles. So maybe it's addition without doing anything. Now right. we hope to Great get an point. update. We will have – our Kings reporters in here the rest of the week tomorrow and and all that good stuff to figure out the update on Trey Lyles. But maybe you stand pat because, again, we did the numbers in our little trade generator. Harrison can't move. You can't move Harrison. Yeah. You don't want to move Malik Monk. Right. You definitely don't want to move Keegan Murray. No. Maybe you're good with what you got and you just add Trey Lyles and you say, let's get to work. We'll right. be right back with our Truck Smart Drive of the Week and the road back, speaking of trucks and roads, the road back for Davion Mitchell, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.